Hello, and welcome to Talking Dad UK, the podcast where we discuss all things dad. You can follow the podcast at Talking Dad UK One on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Talking Dad UK on YouTube. Talking Dad UK at gmail.com. If you want to contact the podcast, interested in becoming a guest, got any stories to share with us, or some feedback, you can support the podcast at Talking Dad UK at Kofi.com where you'll see some short blog posts that are only available on the Kofi page. Um, you can support the podcast, some small donations, one-off donations. They'll all be much appreciated in helping improve the podcast in the future. All the links will be in the show notes. I hope you enjoy this episode and thanks for listening. Hello, Lee. How are you doing? Jamie, how's it going? Not too bad. How are you doing? Fantastic. We just uh, actually a beautiful Saturday morning here and we uh, just got back from the Iowa State Fair, which uh, for you guys, I mean, it's about a million people that come over 10 days so yeah. uh, to the fair. So we, we really enjoy going to it. That's for sure. How long does it last? It's uh, 10 days. The, it was August 12th through the 22nd. So tomorrow's the last day. Uh it, they didn't have it last year with COVID, so we uh, and that was the first time Sarah, my wife, has never been able to go since she was a kid. So, or she's she's gone every year of her life. So that was a shock to her, but she was glad we were able to get back there this year for sure. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's not just a weekend thing. I thought it was just a no, weekend. No, it's full ten days. Um, yeah, basically a Thursday to a following Sunday, and um, yeah, it was. Um, very busy, that's for sure. So we went to a concert last weekend. Saw the country concert. Saw Kip Moore and Sam Hunt, um, and that oh, was nice. really good. So very cool. How how are things over there now? Where you are? Are they, are they everywhere back open? Was it ever closed? How have yeah. you been getting on? Everything's been open. It's been nice uh, this summer. Very, you know, basically since May. Um, you know, our government said if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. Um, and now pr- pretty much it's, it's up to the state states themselves. So the state of Iowa, uh, governor's very Republic, Republican, uh, right wing. And she's like, Hey, we're, we're opening back up, getting this economy back going. And I think it's been a good thing for us. Uh, we've got the Delta variant thing that's kind of looming it around, but it's, yeah. you know, I would say Iowans are pretty responsible and you're not going to get. You know, that's the, I think the struggle that we have is people who aren't vaccinated, you're not going to get them vaccinated at this point. And, and that's their decision. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. And, um, but we just went to, you know, a place that had 100,000 people, you know, right in this tight area. So it was, it's good to have a little bit of normalcy, but there's still that little bit of divisiveness that, that yeah. comes to a part of that, you know. So does it feel strange but, at all? Going back into that busy environment with around a lot of people. No, I mean it. It. I would have said like six months ago. Yeah, it would have been like, oh, I don't know about this. And, yeah, you know, we've gone to church. We went. You know, we were some of the first people. The last, sorry, the last people to go back to our church. And masks were, are you know not mandated anymore. And so it it would if you were to come back like you were in, in the summer of 2019, they would have felt just like that. Yeah. So. Um, especially at the state fair, you know, you, you saw some people, I mean, I could probably count on two hands the amount of people I saw with masks on and that's their choice. They want to 
keep that going, but it'll be interesting to see what this fall brings and kids going back to school and we'll see. Yeah, it's interesting, is it? I think we we are we're slightly behind you, I think. Um we're we're we're, we're open again now, I think. Um I I can't keep up with the dates. I because we had the baby and everything and we just sort of <laughs> kept ourselves to ourselves and just took it easy. We weren't really yeah. going on holidays or mixing or, you know, going to the football or anything or like it was on over the summer. So, um, yeah. but yeah, we're, we're back open fully and, and there's music concerts are starting again, sporting events. Uh, the football season's just kicked off again last weekend. So that the stadiums are, are pretty much full now, I think, if not 90%, something like that. So, it's yeah. um, it's a strange it's a strange situation. There's there's still some people that will wear a mask in the shop, and and I'm, I I do that sometimes, depending on if it's busy or not. Um, yeah. But some people have just decided that COVID's disappeared, and I'm going back to normal, and uh, they just get on with it, and that's up to them. And we, we do our own thing, and let other people do their thing. It doesn't matter to yeah. us. But um, yeah, it's a, it's been a strange one. Just uh, all of a sudden. Um, just coming back to normal and just being around people again, even even yeah. close close friends that we've stayed in contact with, but we haven't necessarily been in their house or close to for quite a while. We went to a wedding yeah. a few weekends ago, and um, it, there was like two hundred odd people in a room, and no one had a mask on. It, 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 it sometimes yeah, it felt the first time you do that, it's a little uneasy. Right? Yeah, sometimes it just felt normal because this is what we we would have done regularly. Um, mm-hmm. and then you think, oh, well, only a couple of months ago, we were all stuck in the house and we weren't allowed out. <laughs> so yeah. it's just had the moments where you think this is strange, but, um, yeah, it's good that we're all we're, getting, you know, where out. we live, you know, you've been here. It's, we're very rural, right? There's, yeah. not, there's not houses stacked on top of each other. And I think that's where it's tough for people who live out in the country and are by, you know, kind of stick to themselves and go in and get, yeah you know, food or, you know, they're, they're really not exposed that much. So that's where I think it's, it was tough for that crowd of people to stop their life. Um, but just because they're, you know, they're, they're very distant anyway. Yeah. We live a pretty slow paced life anyway. So pretty nice. yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there could be worse places to be um, yeah. than I, Iowa in the middle of, of what we've just been through, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, we, we really enjoyed it. The, the only thing is, you know, having a, a newborn, you know, in the middle of it really last July, which was kind of the height. I would say the height of it really for us was yeah. probably July, August time frame. Um, and to now have it tail off is, you know, the first five months of his life is like, oh, there's, you know, eight people in the world to him. Right. Because we didn't yeah. go out and we didn't do anything. And yeah. now he's, we've gone out and we've been very active and he goes to daycare. And, you know, so he's like, oh, there's there's more people in the world. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be strange for them, hasn't it? When, the, yeah. when, they're, when they're little like that, it's uh, all of a sudden in a room full of people and they're not used to it. it was first experience. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. yeah, there was a we would call you as like a true COVID baby, just did not, you know, was very shy, very timid around, you know, bigger groups of people or but you know, just groups in general, more than five people. He was just like, What's going on? So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen a similar thing, although he's only well, about four months. So he's he's still small and not really paying much attention, but he's quite 
he's quite observant and uh, nosy, so uh, he, he will have a look around. But he does, you can tell he gets a bit a bit fidgety when there's more than he's used to, more people than he's used yeah. to, which uh, at home there's only there's only the, the three of us. So. <laughs> oh, and you got Big Brother running around and keeping well, him entertained. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's got him used to most things, loud noises and all that kind of stuff. He's used to all that now. <laughs> He's just just had his first birthday, isn't he? Yeah. So my uh, our is our only child, Arthur. Um, that's a family name on on both sides of our family. So my middle name's Arthur. Yeah, he had uh, it would be thirteen months, I guess, today. So he just had his one month or one year uh, birthday about a month ago, and we had some friends over, and that was kind of nice, and you know, got the you know. Americans usually blow up those kinds of things and had a big smash cake for him to break into. And, yeah. Um, but it was good. It was crazy hot. It was, I don't know, it was close to 100 degrees, I think. Wow. Uh, our, yeah, our temperature wise, it was just too hot. <laughs> but we yeah. had a good time. How's, uh, how's the first year gone for you? It's been really good. I, you know, so my wife, Sarah, and I have been, you know, married. We've been 10 years. Uh, we celebrated our 10 year anniversary. Uh, this year. So we had been, and we've been together since we were, you know, 15, 16 years old. So we've, we've known each other a long time. We've got to do a lot Been married a long time before we had our first kid. And um, that was good for us, but it was like, is it ever going to happen for us? We, we had to try a little bit, not as much as some couples had to try to, to have a baby, but you know, we we're very fortunate. Uh, he's healthy and it's been such a blessing to just you know, see the growth, see the changes every day. And, you know, my, my old job, I, I changed jobs, you know, uh, right during the start of the pandemic, right before it really started going. And I was on the road about 30 weeks a year. And I'm like, I just don't think I could be on the road that much. And, you know, I, I had coworkers who would FaceTime their, their kids, you know, while they're traveling and they're like, daddy, why aren't you home? Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I really want to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's days where I want to be by myself for a little bit, but, uh, overall it's like you leave work and you pick him up from daycare and he's changed since when you left him that morning. And so I'm very thankful that we, we have the space that we have and the support that we have. Our parents are phenomenal in terms of helping us out if we ever get into a bind. So, um, it's been the fastest year. I think, I mean, it, it felt like COVID, right? Everything just slowed down, yeah, but it's yeah. really, I mean, the speed, cause you're seeing, it's like, the one thing is like, yes, we get older, we change and grow a beard out, get gray hair, whatever. It doesn't happen that quickly. It's, but this is really like seeing time happen, right? It's like watching time change every day. So that's been a complete joy to see. Um, but it also, it goes, the baby phase just goes by so quickly. <laughs> yeah. I, su- I suppose he'll be at a toddler phase, will he now? Or, or almost at toddler phase? Is he, uh, is he walking and running around? Yeah. And he's, so he's walking, jabbering a lot. He's yeah. picked up. We've done a lot with some sign language stuff, like, you know, if he's all done eating or if he wants more or thank you. So I think that kind of stuff will help um, as he starts to talk and wants to communicate. But he, he can say, dad, dad, mama, that kind of stuff. So yeah. did, uh, did you uh, did you adapt well or did it take a bit of time? to? Because I've seen, obviously, I've only seen you briefly, but I've yeah. seen you play like um, 
play that, that f- the fun uncle role. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, is that different to what you were expecting to be in dad yeah, role? No, it's good. Like I, you know, you, you think of like Charlie's like four months old. I, I, I'm really coming into my own as he gets more active and like, you know, I'm a little more rambunctious and like to play, I'll say play harder. Right. You know, like, you know, uh, rough, rough house a little yeah. bit. So he's getting to that age where we can, you know, run it, run around the house and chase each other. And that's, I think where, you know, where Sarah being a mom, she's going to nurture and she's still a fun mom, obviously, but that the motherly part of that, you know, of the early stages to now when they're up and more active, I think that's where dad mode really kicks in and uh, get to be a little more fun and, and, and do more things. And like I said, we right now, every night we get home, we're outside basically until it's supper time. And then it's, you know, basically to bed after that. So we really enjoy being outside during the summer. And um, so we're, we're, we don't want summer to go away and it's fastly uh, coming to fall into winter. So, yeah. Does it, does the seasons change pretty quick where you are? We get, we get the, I'll say an Iowa way to say it, it's like we get the best and worst of every season. So yeah, um, we do get four seasons. Uh, winter seems like it drags on, but you know, we're getting into the fall, like late summer, early fall is just gorgeous weather. You know, uh, it's it's American football season. The, the the crops turn and it's just a crisper air, you know, but the summertime, it can be beastly hot and very humid. You know, you walk outside, you feel like you're sucking in some swamp air, just <sighs> can hardly breathe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, we we had we had some brilliant weather where we were there, didn't we? That was, uh, was that June, end of June, July? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. So you're, it's just kind of tail end. It could either be really hot or it could be very nice. And I think we got, we, it was a little, probably a little cooler than uh, where we're used to. So, yeah. We've, we had maybe three weeks of really nice hot weather in July. And then August has just been a bit of a washout. It's been pretty, pretty wet. <laughs> Yeah. It's been warm, have, warm and humid, but just wet. You can't really go out and plan to do anything because it's just gets soaked. I mean, we went we, a couple of weeks ago. We went to a a farm um, about an hour's drive away from us, and that through the summer they've been doing a dinosaur park, and they've had a a, a maze, a maze, maze, and um, it, it would have been a really nice day, except when we got halfway through the day, it was just tipping it down with rain, and we were just. Yeah huddled under the the gazebo shelter area where the picnic area is and we (laughs) everyone was soaked (laughs) but yeah it's been it's been a wet few weeks of uh of august but yeah i imagine how's how's jackson doing with the big brother role it's mixed (laughs) (laughs) he's um he, he was you know he was really into it at the beginning it was all brand new and um, he was playing that big brother role, but um, then obviously we 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 can't be at, as you know at his beck and call as as we used to be because now there's there's a baby that needs our attention. I've still been working from home, so as he's been off for the summer holiday summer holidays, I've I've been sat at the dining table working on my laptop. He's been playing and watching telly and in and out and and um. My wife's been with the baby, so uh, it's he gets bored fast, and then he gets yeah. fed up that we can't be with him, and then he gets a bit jealous, and then 
it's just a bit of a cycle throughout the day, but uh, some days are better than others. Yeah. So well, do you, how long have you, uh, do you, will you go back in at all or you, you think you'll work from home almost exclusively? The, the, it's going to be at least until the end of the year, I think. And, uh, but, but then the, there's, uh, I mean, there was quite a bit, quite a big floor space of, of where the office was, but now they've moved another two teams into there. So there's even less desk space as there used to be. And it used to be a scramble to get a computer in the morning anyway, on busy days. So um, I, I don't know if they might just say, because people have, can work from home and they have been, they've got all the equipment now that they've invested in. So they might just let us do it for a little bit longer. But there's no official word. They've just said that we're going to see how it goes to the end of the year, as we have been doing anyway since last year. So I don't mind it. It's okay. It's easy. It's okay. But then you're at home some days all day. Uh, and, and I'm in the dining room. So the fridge is only like around the corner. <laughs> I keep going to the fridge. I keep yeah. snacking. That's not good for me. Yeah. <laughs> not, uh, been, not been going out as much as I used to. So I've not been. Uh, burning it off as much as i would have done um but yeah things like i say things are getting a bit more back to normal so we're going out and, and doing a bit more office stuff and meeting up with people as well as working from home so the mix and match probably about 50 50 in a week at the minute where i'm out and, and when i'm in so yeah. um, that's good it gets you out of a, a routine you know out of that rut that could yeah. you know working from home you never you don't feel like you ever see the sunshine it feels like some days yeah yeah and that's it i mean like with where you are you've got the big open space and uh you know you can you, summertime if you know it's going to be dry and and hot you, you can live outside almost can't you every day you're out and about and whereas we can come out and plan to have a night in the garden or get the barbecue out of the weekend but but come the next day we have to pack it all away in case it starts raining <laughs> we just can't, yeah. Yeah, can't plan for it so we're kind of in and out all the time and then you know, like we can plan for a day out and then when it rains, we have to think of a plan B or, you know, just go ahead with it and, and put your wellies on. But that's kind of where we're at. I mean, the the, the garden, the grass and um, all the bushes at the side are just going wild with the weather. Uh, rain one minute, warm the next. So, <laughs> but I mean, the kids, kids enjoy it going out, running around the grass. But, um, but I, we're, we're going... Um, we're going into Wales for into a caravan for uh, three days next week, um, and then it's just going to be big open space, and we can just get away from the house for a little bit and get outdoors and do some exploring and running around. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. That'll be good for good for everybody. And that so, I mean, how much time have you do you get off with with Charlie being born? How, like it's it's very different from how we do it because Steph gets yeah. off a, a full year, correct? Uh, yeah, up to a year. I think it's sort of minimum nine months, but up to a year you can have. I had you get I get two weeks, um, and then I can use uh, annual leave to add on to that. So I had three weeks, um, this time, okay. but the first time round I had five weeks off because I had extra holidays to use at, at my previous job. So. I was quite lucky the first time around. Um, thinking back, it feels like I was off for a hell of a long time now, but uh, <laughs> got got way too used to it. But this yeah. time, this time it it flew by because 
obviously um, Jackson was at school. So I was still yeah. getting up and doing the school run every day and then coming home to the baby and the day just disappeared and I was soon back to work. It, it definitely goes faster when you if you have a second. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, we're we're in no rush right now. One year old, but we get those questions all the time. Like, you ready for the second one? But you know, I didn't get any days off. I had to take you know PTO or you know vacation time to yeah. To be, I took three days. I think um, it was really all week. It's very different here in the U.S. Um, Sarah got uh, three months and then took two extra. Got two extra weeks, about four, fourteen weeks. Yeah. So, and then she was back to work and very fortunate. We had friends and family members that have had children and are, you know, back to work in six weeks, seven, eight weeks, you know, two wow. months. Of just, yeah. It's a little different here. Yeah. It seems like no time at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it goes by quickly. But yeah, like I said. So, so is, does it vary from job to job or? Is there no set, there's no set time off. It's just. No, no. And I would say like the norm is like very minimal, like um, for a, for a male to be, you know, a dad, it's probably three to three, three days to two weeks max. You know, I, I've never really heard of anybody getting more than that. And you got to take it all right away. Can't yeah. pick and choose. Yeah. Um, and then I think typical for a, a mother um, working is probably somewhere between six to 12 weeks but a norm is probably going to be eight to ten so. i mean we um we can actually do a 50 50 uh, between okay. between the mom and dad so if the dads can convince the wives to go back to work early they can have like six months off uh wow three six months off so i did mention it a couple of times but there's no way she's having that so <laughs> I'll just keep working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I don't know if I could be a, a full time stay at home dad. I mean, the, no. we have friends that are full time stay at home parents. I'm yeah. just like, bless you. I there's no way you know I need some adult interaction and uh, a little bit change of pace because walk, trying to follow around a small human all day long it just burns you out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've, since I've started the podcast, uh, you know, c- connecting with a few different people and talking to different people, um, there's a few guys over over here that do um, blogs, dad blogs, and a few of them are stay-at-home dads. Um, so hopefully, I might be able to get a chat on with one of them at some point for the podcast. But um, yeah, that's a, a very interesting role to take on. I don't know if I could do it either. It's... Uh, it's full on and exhausting. <laughs> yeah, it takes a special person. Yeah, you got to have we, some uh, patience. We were uh, at the that concert where I was talking about at the state fair, and we had met up with some friends, and they had some of their friends there. And I was talking to this girl, and uh, she was like, "Oh, I have three kids: a two-year-old, a four-year-old, and a six-year-old." She's like, "This is my first night away uh, from my six-year-old." I'm like, she, "I mean, she's never spent the night away from them." I'm like. Like not even a night. Like she's like, I put everyone on the bed every night in the last six years. I'm like, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, that's gotta be a calling to be able to do that. Yeah. I mean, we we've only just got round to the the part where where they can go and stay at grandparents again, really, because we didn't do that for quite a long time as well. Um yeah. 
but but now we're able to do it again. So he's been out at sleepovers, the, you know, every other weekend almost, and uh, yeah. that's just been um, a nice relief. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure the grandparents enjoy that too, since they oh, haven't yeah. been able to. And that's it. When it's just a one night for them, it's it's easy for them, isn't it? They don't mind. Yeah. Um, no. But the the relief that we can get, and you know, just have a little. You don't have to think about bedtime. You don't have to think about getting up early in the morning. Yeah. You can just relax a little bit, um, mm-hmm. stay up a little bit later than usual, and have a beer or two. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we you know every Friday night we we always like stay up too late. We're like, oh, we don't have work or anything. Like we'll be fine. It's just like we need to go to bed. We should go to bed. We're, we are very fortunate. Uh, Arthur Artie he sleeps amazingly, so um, we we get plenty of sleep. But we we're you know we neglect ourselves and we stay up and have watch too much Netflix and drink too much beer and uh, yeah, we, yeah we feel we feel like we're we feel like we're owed um, that bit of a bit of me time or couple time, and yeah. you stay up too late and have that. But in the morning, you regret it because you have to get up early yeah. anyway and yeah. <laughs> catches up with you. Yeah, yeah, a couple beers and a couple drinks. You're just like you wake up the next morning foggy. I'm like, man, this we didn't we weren't even drunk and we still feel foggy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It never used to be like that. <laughs> no. no, no, no. So, have you had any uh, good whiskeys lately? Tried anything new? Uh, we did. I, I I wrote my uh, one of my mates into a, a whiskey review yeah. series that I'm doing for the YouTube channel. Just something a little bit different. And um, we did some Irish whiskies. Uh, we did a Bushmills, which I've never had actually, so that was quite nice. That's pretty um, good. And then we we found a Pogues, the Pogues band. I've put the name to a whiskey, um, and we tried that, and it. It wasn't as good, but it was it was what we expected it was going to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, we're we're hopefully going to do a little bit of a series on that, and we're going to try some, you know, do like a Scotch episode, a bourbon mm-hmm. episode, and you know, keep going with the keep trying and see what we can see where we can go. But um, have I tried anything outside of that? I don't think so. No, uh, I've had a few things sat in like an Amazon basket for a while and just never got around to paying for it because, yeah. Um, but I've been I've been looking at a few bourbons and I've been sat on them for a little while. So, um, I've been I've been looking at the um, is it Michter's, yeah. Michter's bourbon or American whiskey. So I've got a couple of them, but they're they're a little bit more than I would usually pay just for myself to drink for no reason. But <laughs> for a special occasion, I might have to. Yeah. <laughs> I, might, I might have to venture into into some more further afield <laughs> yeah. yeah i really it if it wasn't so challenging to send alcohol to you um i i would there's a couple things i really want to send you because um we should have gone when you were here it would have been a bit of a drive but templeton rye yeah. whiskey which is in iowa is um a really cool place and they've just gone through a whole new rebranding um, so they're a little bit more in the limelight again. And then it's kind of, I want to tell you this, so my, the company I work for, I do marketing for a construction company and they're going to celebrate their 75th anniversary and they want to do their own small batch bourbon. Um, yeah. And then, so we get to, we got to design the the mash bill and then I get to design the bottle label and everything. So that's been pretty fun process. So the, the guy who started Templeton Rye 
uh, branched off and started his own distillery in Des Moines, which is our, our capital city and uh, foundry distillery. So they've, they've done some cool stuff and that was fun to, to be a part of that. And they, they gave us a cool samples of a lot of different stuff. So basically yeah. each, each, every three months we get a taste the, um, do a sample test of what's in the barrel. So that's been fun to do that as well. So you've been involved in that and that's been, yeah, yeah, it's been fun. So <laughs> we, we've, uh, well, we, we've just ordered the bottles. They're coming from Germany, uh, Bruni glass. So that's kind of fun to, you know, we picked the bottle, we're going to design the label. And, yeah, yeah. So it'll be, be kind of fun. Yeah. Um, what's the issue with the send it with, with, with it's, it's the tax issue, isn't it? It's a tax issue. I think the duty um, stuff and then I, yeah, I, I could probably do some more investigating on it, but I'm sure the shipping costs would be probably more than the bottle. Of no, that's it. Yeah. 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 I, I, like I've, bought, I've bought the odd few um, t-shirts and things from over there and, and got it shipped across and, and what seems like a good deal when you buy it in dollars by the time it gets here and if it gets caught and you have to pay a customs tax, it really wasn't yeah. worth it. But I suppose with alcohol, it's a lot different. Yeah. I, I just haven't really looked into it because I would probably send you a lot of stuff. if I did. <laughs> Looking over at my rack over here of whiskeys, Sarah did get me a nice uh, Glenn Levitt for father's day. Oh, yeah. um, it was their, their uh, bourbon barrel. Uh, Glen Levitt, which is a little different, but it was it was really good. So I've been looking at that one for a little while since I started doing the the uh, the YouTube stuff. Um, because of the scotches, I'm not massive into, and yeah. that one being from the Bourbon Barrel, I thought that might be something that might be up my street a little bit. So um, I have I've been looking for that over here, and obviously yeah. it is it is available. I'm just trying to find it for the right price. Yeah. Let me grab it here real quick. Founders Reserve American Oak Selection. Yeah. Probably backwards for you, but yeah. Did it come in a blue it's, box? Uh, I, she just had the bottle, so I don't... Yes, it, it did. Yes, I yes, th- you're right. Yeah, it did I, come in a blue. I like think a it's light the, blue. Yeah, like it's the, yeah, yeah, I think it's the same one. We, we, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to find it for the right price and convince my mate to, to go in on it so we can do an episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's well, good. Uh, it's smooth. I, I like scotch. I'm like a single malt guy. Like I really, you know, Glenn Levitt would be probably the top for me. Like I yeah. can drink that, you know, every day. But I also, you know, Jameson, you know, Irish whiskey. That's probably my second, and then probably Crown Royal. Yeah, my third. If I had to pick three, Crown Royal is not something I tried. I should have. I should have had some when I was when I was over there. <laughs> Yeah, very smooth. A lot of people mix it and they've come out with, you know, all these different flavors, but I yeah. think just on the rocks or straight it's still just just as good. Yeah. Yeah, we we were talking about rise as well. Um I yeah. always kind of put rise in in with the bourbons, but they they could probably have their own episode. We could find some some stuff over here and we could <laughs> yeah. do something. I'll um, see if I can get you some Templeton rye. That'll be a that'll be try to ship that over for you for an episode. We could yeah, let's look into it and uh yeah. work work out how much it's gonna cost us. And I'll <laughs> I'll do my part as well. No, no, it's all good. That's <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of the staple here in the Midwest in terms of the rye would be Templeton. Yeah. Rye. So they just done a whole new rebranding, which is pretty cool. So. Yeah, interested in that. Um, 
I've been following him on Facebook since you you mentioned it a few like a little while ago. So I've been I've been following him. Uh, it's just a shame that it's just not widely available and we can't get know, it over. I know. I know. It's just. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff that they just keep local. <laughs> Same way across the pond too. It's, there's yeah, there's some stuff. stuff we'd like to do or get get into. So. Yeah, well, um, are you coming over for the wedding next year? I think that's the plan. Uh, we're pretty excited. I know Sarah is ready to travel. I haven't, you know, I used to travel 30 weeks a year and on planes and go everywhere. And I haven't traveled anywhere since March of 2020. So yeah, we went to, we left the state a couple weekends ago with some friends and went to the Omaha zoo, which is probably a top three zoo in the United States. And, you know, it's only three hours away from us. So we, we got out and stayed in a hotel and did all that. And that was fun. But I think she, Sarah's ready to get on a flight, and um, that's obviously top of the list for sure. Will you be leaving Arthur at home? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. I I don't know how you guys – when you guys came over here with Jackson, I'm like, oh, bless you guys. I don't think – I we, my my rule is, like, if you can't wipe his own butt, you're not going to – you know, you're not going to fly on a flight. So. Uh, I think that is a good rule. <laughs> I'll tell you, when we came over um, – it didn't feel like it at the time, but I think we timed it just right in terms of his age because mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like young enough to just kind of scoop up and come with us, yeah. but old enough to, you know, sit in his own chair or whatever and, and that kind of thing. Not, not and being... communicate. That's the, I think yeah, you know, yeah. he could still communicate with you and yeah. what, what was going on. Like Arthur at this age and even if, you know, at that time, he's not going to be able to tell us really what's going on. And yeah. I, I want to go enjoy myself a little bit. That's it, isn't it? I mean, we yeah. the wedding we went to a few weeks ago, we were talking to a couple of friends and they're, they're planning their wedding for, I think, September next year. And it, I think it's going to be in Belfast. Oh. So that's where um, her family are from and where she comes from. So it's going to be in Belfast. And we said, we're not going to take kids and we're going to make a weekend of it and we're going to do it properly. It'll be it's like a year from now. We'll, bo- we'll both go on a diet. The kids will be old yeah. enough. We'll leave them with the grandparents. Yeah. And we're going to have a nice weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so that's our plan for next year. And then and then as we were thinking about it, we figured out that there's about three or four weddings next year that are planned. Mm-hmm. So we've got a bit we've got a busy year just with weddings. So I don't know if we'll go anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we've got one over New Year's in Florida. Uh, wow. a buddy I played college uh, American football with uh, is getting married in Florida so we'll do that over New Year's and that'll be our first trip I think um, uh, on a plane so that, that'll be fun seeing old, old buddies and friends and uh, yeah but it's just been different we just haven't really we used to travel all the time you know we were you know, I think we would do maybe five six pretty decent sized trips a year yeah, um, to just different places, and I had the miles to do it. We were hardly ever. I think you know, you know, two years ago when we came over to the UK, you know, we didn't pay for a ticket except for our, I think our flight to, uh, how did that work? Flight to the Netherlands, I think we paid for it, but that was about it. Everything else was off of points. So that that's a nice deal. way to do it. Save a lot of money that way. Yeah. We I don't have those perks anymore, unfortunately. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we've been saving up. We uh, we lumped our our honeymoon when we came in to see you guys after we'd been 
um, New York and Nashville. Um, we lumped it in with the wedding. So it all went on the credit card. <laughs> and we just had one big bill at the end of it. <laughs> we ended up we ended up moving house to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But so if you were to come back, would you do the same spots or would you pick different spots? Um I think cost wise, uh we we would might just come into Iowa and just do the one <laughs> one trip just to afford it. Um but there's one or two other places you do want to go to. It's just trying to agree. I think because like Steph's done New York three times now, I think she said she wouldn't really be bothered to go again. And it's not really for kids. So she, until they were a bit older, um, I'd like to do it without kids and just us two go and we could enjoy the nightlife, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, (laughs) But there's a few, there's a few other places we'd like to visit, but I, I don't know. It's it's money and time now, isn't it? It's yeah, yeah. Time. I think it's time. Where yeah, money's obviously a big piece if you're taking more than just yourselves. And, yeah, um, yeah. It's uh, and just all the COVID stuff. We just, we just haven't really done it because we just don't want to deal with it. To be honest with you, and, um, yeah. We've it's really time for us because we don't have as much vacation time to burn and uh, yeah, things like that. So, but. Yeah, I've seen a couple of friends who've been away on holiday and been flying over to Europe, and I'm just like, well, they said, oh, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's really easy, and the airports aren't as busy as usual, and I'm just like, I can't really be bothered with that. It's not worth yeah. the effort, you know. Um, I'll wait, maybe next year. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same thing. We've, we, I guess we did drive to Arkansas. That was for our um, anniversary, our ten year. Sorry, that was in June. We did go to. Arkansas, which is, you know, about a five and a half, six hour drive, but it's through like the, oh, there's big lakes and stuff like that um, down south, like Missouri and Arkansas. So that was fun to. Was was that with the pictures that, that were put up on Instagram? Yeah, I think so. We, we, that... would, we, uh, we, um, it was like in a national park and there's a huge river that's naturally flowing and we basically canoed or kayaked down that like a five hour float. So that was fun. You can stop and pull off onto a sandbar, eat lunch, drink beer, and listen to music, and just kind of float down the way and, and pictures, had a good time with that. The pictures that I saw were amazing. It looked yeah. really nice. Yeah, it <laughs> just was a cabin in the not, middle of nowhere. Yeah, and it was like not busy at all, and we really, um, you know, that's really I think the, the vacations I strive for is you know we're not really beach people you know yeah. like the, you think of like Florida or the Bahamas or something you know we've kind of done a lot of that we really like the the mountainous areas and outdoor activity hiking things like that so yeah yeah that's probably more more what I like uh, yeah we're a little bit split um, I mean where where we're going next week is it's it's still only North Wales, um, okay. but where it is, is that you're kind of only a couple of hours from the coast or a couple of hours from sort of wherever yeah. you need to be. So I did say um, we're not that far from a beach if we have a nice day. And then she, she got excited and said, because she likes the beach. And I'm like, but I don't really want to go to the beach. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I've just got a new car and that is not going on the sand. So yeah, no. <laughs> What'd you what'd you get for a car? I, I ended up getting a Ford Cougar 2014. 
So it's like we said when we came to see you. Um, I've always dreamed of having one of the pickups. Yeah, uh, it's they're just not as they're not as easy. Uh, they yeah. are easy to come by, but they're not as uh, regularly driven by uh, you know folks that aren't in the trade over here. Yeah. <laughs> so because I'm not a tradesman, it's never been an, an option really. Um, it'd always be a nightmare to park and um, that kind of thing. It was not quite as affordable on. Are the taxes higher? Or would the taxes be higher on a truck versus yeah. a car? Yeah. yeah, and we wouldn't get as much mileage to the gallon because yeah. diesel's ridiculously priced over here. Um, yeah. But the the Cougar has always been something that kind of it looks bigger than looks bigger than maybe what it is, and it's like a step down, and it's not as big an engine. It doesn't cost as much. The tax isn't as bad. And I just thought with the kids, we need something bigger. Yeah. Um, with the pram in the back and the two car seats and all the other things that, well, I'll find out tomorrow because it's our first trip out and yeah. <laughs> got to fit like all the stuff for the, the, the three days. And then like she was like, Tetris. Yeah. Like definitely. Yeah. Tetris. Yeah. I'll, I'll figure out what, what the configuration of the boot is so I can fit it all in. Um, Cause I've got the pram to go in. And then she said, oh, don't forget to pack his bike. And I'm like, oh, where's his bike going to go? <laughs> well, it'll fit in. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll find out tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. No, we, um, we had like the first, you know, like basically now until like like Charlie's age, like the first four to six months of baby's life, if it would ever go anywhere, we, I was like, where, where's the rest of the house? Like, it feels like we're taking the whole house with us anywhere we go. Yeah. Now he's a little more self-sustainable. It's just one bag that we need to take. And like I said, we, he goes to grandparents usually once a week and they've got all the stuff now too. So we're not really having to load everything up. And I just drop them off on my way to work. They're like, you know, 10 minutes apart. So it's kind of nice. Yeah. That's not too bad. No. Way around the corner from Steph's parents now. Yeah. Like, like literally around the corner. It's like a 200 yards or something. <laughs> that, that could be good and bad. You know, I could, I could see that's, that's yeah. easy access, but yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been different. <laughs> how's, uh, how's all the renovations gone with the place? <laughs> I started off really well and really enthusiastic, but we were in the middle of COVID as well. So, well, when it, so we, we we bought it in December last year. So COVID wasn't, it was happening, but it wasn't over here yet. Nothing was locked down. Um, and then I was doing the work up until March, but that was all the big work. It was uh, rewire, um, gas mains had to be fitted. I needed a new boiler, um, stripping all the walls off. It was just strip it all back to the shell and start again. So within that first three months, that was kind of all that was done. It was like a building site. Um, then COVID hit and all the builders yards closed. Um, couldn't, couldn't buy any plaster, uh, anything like that for, for love the money. Uh, there was, we just couldn't get hold of it. Um, uh, so we had a slow few months and I was just doing bits that I could of bits that I had and whatever I could, you know, I'd used up all the plaster and I'll just keep going until I run out type of thing. Um, and then. And then yeah, we then we wanted to like we, we thought we were kind of coming out of a co out of lockdown and got to last summer and and it was we were coming out of lockdown really we had a quiet couple of months over sort of July and 
and August for us over here. Um, and then in the winter, it got worse again. So we, we really wanted to get moved in in June. That was the plan. Um, so we were kind of full steam ahead trying to get moved in in June. And then uh, since I moved in, it's just slowed down again. Um, just a mixture of kind of relaxing because we're in mm-hmm. and just having the kids around all the time yeah. because we were living at my parents. So I would get up in the morning at the weekends on my day off and just get dressed, come straight to the house and just start work. And then I'd go home at night. And that was kind of the way we did it. Or I'd finish work at five and come here and work at night. <clears throat> um, and I could just crack on and do, just do my work. Um, but then when we moved in, we all live here and the kids are everywhere and they're touching their tools and they're running off with things. And <sighs> so it kind of slowed down. <laughs> yeah. But now, now we're kind of, uh, we're probably down to, you know, just a, a few final bits that need tidying up. The, the bits that we know aren't finished, but if you had a quick walk around, you might not notice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Apart from the downstairs toilet, that's not finished. It needs plastering. Uh, but yeah, we'll get in there. Yeah, make it work. Like that's the thing. If you're motivated to do it, like you, you get after it. But if you're not, and it's the little things. It's yeah. they tend to linger on. Quite a we, bit. Yeah, and we, well, we had and and we had a we had a good budget set aside to do all the work. And as that started to get less and less, and we were just cut kind of down to what we were earning in the month in a month. Uh, so yeah. then when we ran out of spare money, we had to wait until we got paid again. And then it just drags on and takes time. But we're close. We're close. Yeah. Well, you probably saved a ton of money doing a lot of it yourself, too. You know, not having to but, hire a or if anybody would even come do it, you know, during yeah. some of that stuff. Yeah, I think we, well, we had to pay for the major bits. Um, but we could have easily doubled the budget if we had mm-hmm. to pay for people to do it for us. So we're yeah. lucky in that way, really. Um, mm. even though some of it was a pain in the ass, <laughs> we are lucky. <laughs> um, I'd never do it again, yeah. No, <laughs> no, I never want to do it again, yeah. Um, I was actually on um, a couple of web- websites looking at house prices in Iowa <laughs> only a, a few days ago, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's it's gotten a little crazy, like, um, I, I mean, relative to our area, I would say. You know, we we were fortunate with where we live. It's a very old house. We bought it relatively, and I think it was like two hundred and two hundred thirty thousand that we bought our our whole place for, which was, you know, at the time was good. Now I think it would sell for probably three hundred, three fifteen, maybe. You know, just based off of kind of in the area. Yeah. But the the house price, you know, we live on four acres, and you know, got a. Big house, big barn, big big shed, and um, so that's kind of nice. We're very fortunate. So, but uh, there's a lot of places that are the house prices are you know because they can't get the materials. We've we've had friends that were building a house like from ground up, yeah, and their the lumber prices have tripled or quadrupled, and it just yeah. We we we've always wanted to build a house someday, but this has really been like we're happy with where we're at. <laughs> And it was a beautiful house as well from when I came to stay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, because I always remember we were talking when we were there about how much you paid and compared to what we pay in, in obviously pounds, um, mm-hmm. you get so much more for your money and you can live out in the country over there and have a bit of land. 
and uh, pay what we pay for a regular sort of busy estate. Um, but over here, that would cost you maybe 500 grand. It's yeah. ridiculous. Three to 500. Yeah, um, so half the cost, you know, of what we're what we're doing here. And I would say, like, people are starting to figure out, the, the I'll say, the country life. They want to get a house that's out of the city or out of the town um, into the country. And so we're, we don't, you know, but we're not going to live in a development. If those are, people are going to do it, they're going to buy it privately or they're not going to be a part of a big housing development. So we feel very fortunate with where we live and the house that we got. And we've put a lot of work into it too. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, we, there's some days we just want to pick it up and move it somewhere else. You know? <laughs> yeah. I've got some friends that are looking to move. They live more down south um, towards, and the house prices are ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just on where they want to go and things like that. But um, we're quite lucky in this area, really. Um, yeah. It's a nice area. It, years ago, it was a nice little quiet village. Uh, I, in this country, I don't think there's many quiet villages left yeah. uh, just because of that amount of people that live here. Um, unless you go way up into the hills, you might find a little village there. <laughs> no one wants to live up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it is what it is. But I mean, it's got good schools, so the kids are okay for a couple of years, and that was one of the main reasons why we moved. So, um, yeah. I mean, we haven't we've gained more space. The rooms are bigger, but we haven't gained like extra rooms, extra bedrooms. But there is there is space we could develop, I suppose. We got it at a good price. It was really run down. It was like the worst house on the best street that we could afford. Yeah. So there's room to maneuver in the future. Once Steph goes back to work, <laughs> get yeah. some money coming in. Uh, yeah. The yeah. Extra income. <laughs> so what does, uh, what does the rest of summer look like for you? Um, Ours, ours is sort of gradually coming to an end now. We'll, the kids will be back to school soon. And what does yours yeah. look like? Um, you know, it's it'll start uh, hopefully. It's crazy. Typically this time of year it would slow down. You know, we get to the state fair and then it's like, oh, it's fall. Kids are back in school and stuff. And, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, trips and activities we want to do. You know, obviously the fall in Iowa, it's very, you know, farm, you know, harvest. There's yeah. pumpkin patches and things like that that you can do as a family. Uh, hunting season uh, will be here. You know, I'll do whitetail uh, deer hunting. Um, that'll take up some time in October. So looking forward to to that. Um, I bought a new bow this year, so archery has been kind of fun for me to get into lately. So is that, that when I was, is that a new thing or something you've done for quite a while? I've uh, I did it when I was younger and kind of got out of it um, just because I just didn't have the time when I was traveling all the time. I just didn't have time to you know spend to really hone in and, and do it well and now where my family owns some farm ground uh, my mom and dad have retired and they have some farm ground it's like 15 minutes from where i work but i have like a 50 minute drive 45 50 minute drive to work but it's back home where i grew up and where sarah and i grew up so and then it's 15 minutes from there so i, I went spring turkey hunting um and i could go before work because you go in at you know 4 a.m in the morning and then you know, back to work at seven. So you get to do that, but you know, now we'll be able to do that for this fall. So that'll be fun to get into, but yeah, it's been fun to, you know, shoot, shooting arrows almost 
every night or every other night uh, as it as yeah. it heats up, and it's it's pretty fun to do. So uh, it's it's a I'd say it's kind of like my time. You know, I get to go out and it's easy. It's it's quiet. It's not like shooting. You know, we could shoot a gun out here, right? We're out in the country. We could do that if we wanted to, but it's it's loud. It's expensive. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, ammo, you know, ammunition's expensive for this. You know, it's fun because I can design an arrow that, you know, I want to go this fast with this much weight. And, you know, I can, you know, progressively see myself getting better, you know, at, at longer distances. And so it's been fun to just kind of hone in on a craft like that. It's really interesting that um, not not so much the hunting side of it, although, I don't, you know, I don't mind that, but um, yeah. using a bow and stuff. Um we do get it a little bit over here, but you have to go to like a proper archery place. It's not it's quite the same. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm, I do like the look of it. I might have to go sometime and try it out. Yeah, um, we do have places over here. We just like have a, a bit of a range, and you can just mm-hmm. try it. But um, yeah, it's 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 fun to learn. It's just a new a new skill to learn. Um, like I said, it's I when I hunt, I want to be closer to the action and and you know i think that's what it allows because you know you're going to shoot you know you wouldn't really shoot anything over 45 50 yards would be that like i don't know maybe 30 meters nothing over 30 meters where you know you could you know i shot a buck i shot a a a deer last year and it was like 85 to 105 yards away so you're like a, a, a good football field away with a muzzle loader so you know, you're looking at it through a scope where, you know, this, it's going to be, you know, right there. You can, you know, see the ears twitch and it's, it's a, you're really connected to the, the environment, which is what I like about the hunting, but just the archery in general is like, you can see yourself getting better by making small changes. And yeah. It's fun. Are, they, are you filling the freezer with the, with the hunting? We did. We, uh, we got a deer last year and we were still working away at it. So yeah, we have, we'll make uh, tacos out of it. It's, it's a little gamier than what like beef would be or, or pork. You know, you, you can taste a little bit more game, gaminess to it, but if you season it the right way, it's, it's not bad at all. We did the, when we get it, you take the back straps, the tenderloins, um, which is really the, the best part of that. And I've got a, a Traeger smoker, pellet smoker this year. So that was um, for my birthday. Sarah got that for me. And we've, we were due for one. We had, we've had an old barbecue for a long time. And so that's been fun to do, you know, more meats and stuff like that. I've got a big, like eight pound pork loin we're going to do tomorrow. So yeah, uh, that'll feed us for like a week and a half. So, <laughs> but wow. yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's another thing on the list. So expensive I, over here. So expensive, <laughs> but man, does it change change how you? That's like, what every, everyone says. Everybody I've seen videos yeah. of, and uh, yeah, it's it's a little overdone. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not going to get up at 4 a.m. in the morning to go put a pork butt on the grill or something like that. Like, I have buddies that they're kind of meat snobs when it comes to that. It's like, oh, I smoked this brisket for 14 hours and this and that. I'm like. Hey man, like I can't tell the difference between a fourteen-hour one and like a six-hour. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all automated now. You can have it on your phone, or you, you know, it's just it's just really more about temperature control than anything. yeah. 
It's just a fancy gadgets and gizmos, isn't it? You could get away with an old filing cabinet and smoke it that way in the garden. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the that's the world we live in today, right? It's all about yeah. the gear, the coolest, latest stuff. And people, I mean, I've bought into that at certain times, but, you know, you can find ways to do it way, way more economical than the way it's done today. That's for sure. I follow Traeger on Instagram, Traeger UK, and I just... Uh, mouth watering over uh, yeah. every every picture they put on <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh, and then it gets everything else with the, the side like we had you know different sides that you can put on there and yeah we 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 you know in the summertime right now it's night we can just go right out and fire it up and we we grilled last night we've grilled basically probably four four or five nights this week so yeah like i say we had about we had about a good week where I could do that, we, we we just barbecued every night, and it was it was so nice just to eat outside and barbecue. And then the rain came, and it just ruined it. And now now we just can we go out or can't we go out? It's not even worth it. Just put yeah. something in the oven. <laughs> yeah, we've had a very dry summer, so it's we've been able to do that. But the crop around here is really pretty rough because of it. It's been very little rain. I don't think it's rained. Hasn't rained last maybe maybe one day in the last three weeks, three and a half weeks. I'm right. Not great. Not I mean, for my the business I'm in is construction. They're they're working every day. They're it's okay. busy, but farmers, it's uh it's the crops are really struggling. They're getting burned up pretty easily. Well, it's probably around that time we we, we had like we didn't have any rain for which is unusual for us. Mm-hmm. Um for probably two weeks and, and people were complaining mm-hmm. and it was getting a bit and then the rain all of a sudden came and everywhere was flooding. And then there was flood warnings. We, we're one or the other in this country. It's just <laughs> one extreme to the other. It's ridiculous. Um, one of the things I was going to ask you, I've just reminded myself, actually, um, going back to the kids um, and dad stuff, what's it like in your sort of experience over there, where you are in terms of support for dads and 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 that kind of thing is it something that's kind of open openly talked about and, and welcoming or are you just kind of you, you've got your friends and that's it i i th- you know i i'm the kind of personality i i stick to the people i know and people i like you know i'm not a very you know i i have as many friends as i really want and want to have and you know as you get older and you get more kids it's tough to keep those tough connect you know those connections you know and i played you know, college American football. So I had all these buddies that I had, you know, my college years with when I was, in, you know, you know, 18 to 22 years old. And now we're getting older. We have kids and we, we have that connection again, because whenever we would meet, meet up and, and, and hang out, it was, we'd always pick up right where we left off. And it's the same thing now as, as being dads, yeah. um, the conversation, you know, we, we're like, Oh, let's meet up. We can have a night away from the kids. And we just end up talking about the kids yeah, the whole yeah. time. Right. So, <laughs> Um, which is great. Um, I've got probably three or four good buddies that, you know, I could always call and talk to if I ever, we ever had anything. And, and, you know, it, it is made like big burly guys like myself, like mush ball, but you know what I mean? Like when we, when we get more emotional about things and it's, uh, um, kind of funny to see, but it's really interesting to see how a love for a, a baby can take, you know, open your heart so much more. Um, and being able to talk about that with some close friends, it's, it's been pretty cool. So I think, 
it's I think it's available if people need that connection. Um, I'm very fortunate to have really good friends that I have really close relationships with, and we can talk about that. Or if like, hey, we they've you know us being first time parents and having friends that have had you know like sells a couple kids. Oh, we we you know if they have a sickness or we don't know what the yeah. question you know they we've had that where they've helped us out through asking asking questions and things like that. So. And knock on wood, we've been very, like I said, very fortunate with a healthy baby and uh, no, no real major issues. We did, we did have hand, foot, and mouth uh, disease a couple of weeks ago, and that was, you know, he broke out all over his skin and everything. We're just like, oh my gosh, like he looks terrible. Yeah. People think we don't take care of this child, but that, that really, comes from daycare, probably. Yeah, we we don't know. It's either daycare or the hospital. You know? Yeah. We, we, our daycare is actually, you know, it's so tough for um, daycare around here. Our daycare is shutting down for like two to three weeks and uh, next week. And just because they can't staff it, you know, yeah. and you can have right. in, in-home daycares kind of a toss up too. And it's really tough to find people that work within our hours of drop off and pick up. And that's probably the biggest challenge. I know. I know. Over over here, people would have like chicken pox parties for the kids, so that everybody would just get it when they're young, and that's it. It's done with. You don't have to worry about it. But I mean, since COVID, people are really sort of wary about anything, aren't they? Yeah. You just yeah, w- worry what it might be. <laughs> yeah, it's and I think you know that's probably where half the sicknesses come from. It, it starts with the kids, you know. Yeah. But our company's probably got you know seven hundred, seven hundred fifty people, and I think we had you know we didn't. We worked from home for like a month. And outside of that, that last year, uh, everybody was in the office or they're out on job sites. And, and I think we had 12 cases the whole year. And it was during the fall when the kids were back in school. So I think that, you know, kids would get it, give it to their parents yeah. or something like that. And it just kind of swirls around a small community pretty quickly. But, yeah. I always remember back last year, my dad was working. Um, on a building site and he said there was like a thousand a thousand guys trades working all over this building site doing all kinds of things and when they were announcing that they were you know covid was happening and the cases were going up and it wasn't quite locked down yet but he said you he said you've never seen so many grown men uh thinking of inventive ways and creative ways of not touching door handles you know, yeah. just like using the foot to try to get out the toilet. <laughs> just don't want to touch anything. Yeah. And everyone just went yeah. completely <laughs> over the top. But yeah, at the time it seemed over the top, but then it went a bit wild. So yeah, it did. And I, like, like I said, here in, you know, small town Iowa, people, they weren't, you know, you're going to, the media really blows it up in my mind, especially here, especially around, the, you know, the, the, the election it was yeah. really hot and heavy around the election and the vaccine and all that stuff and you know blue collar construction farmer you know they're gonna go about their business they've they've seen worse and had worse than you know <laughs> so and those are people that you know they, they gotta they need to make money you've still like, got work that needs to be done haven't they that's it yeah they, they, they've got they can't miss work because they got a, the sniffles so that was probably the biggest challenge is getting people to stay home if they were sick. And that's, you'll hear a lot of that messaging was like, if you're sick, stay home. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just go get tested. It was just stay home. Um, so that was, 
interesting to see all that unfold. Yeah, I suppose that in a way for me, I was lucky in that sense because where I work at the moment, it's all um, it's local authority, so it's it's government. Uh, it comes mm-hmm. from the government, so they're overly cautious, if anything. So we've been okay. We've been we're doing okay. Like we haven't been forced into work or anything like that against restrictions, just because they need to people to man the office type of thing. So I've done quite well that way. But um, obviously, I know a lot of people in the trades, and that's where I used to work. So it does. Um, you know, you need to work. You got to pay your bills. But if people don't want you in your house, then how are you going to work? <laughs> yeah, right. It's uh, it's tough. And you know, Sarah, my wife, works in a hospital, and that's been you know, she's had to go give physical therapy to you know, COVID patient, you know, right. patients, and it's a little different. And I don't know if I agree with some of that. You know, they're only in there for a short amount of time. But um, yeah, it's um. It's been challenging, but I think we've been COVID-free, so we're very fortunate there too. So, or we had, and we didn't know we had it. That's the other it's, thing. Is it's hard to judge over here what it's like for other people in other countries because we see, obviously, New York, California has been hit really bad, and and that's on our news, and they don't tell us about Iowa. No. <laughs> um, no. But then I've it's all know, about the big cities, you know. Like I said, yeah. Is it real? Absolutely. Is it more real in Des Moines where there's, you know, a couple thousand, hundred thousand people? Absolutely. But in middle of, you know, rural Iowa, it's it, Farmville, Iowa. Yeah, it's not, yeah. that, not that crazy. But yeah. So we're, we're like I said, love where we live because of that. <laughs> you know, we're yeah. as landlocked as you can get here in the middle of the United <laughs> States. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's one of the things I remember from flying in. It's just like, just land and flat. <laughs> yeah, you can see. Yeah, watch your watch your dog run away for three days. Is... <laughs> yeah, it's, is it from someone who's never been out of Europe? That seems strange because everywhere I've ever flown into, there's always been a mountain range like within viewing distance on the way down. You know, and like when we come into Iowa, it's just like there's nothing there. It's just flat. And then you see yeah. the the wind turbines and then that's it, you land. <laughs> yep. Yep. But, and I think like the closest mountain range would be like, you know, in Tennessee really to us. Like when yeah. you guys are in that, you know, the smoky mountains. Yeah. That's been interesting. You see like Nashville is open they they're like one of the first places to open back up and people are down, you know. They need it, don't they? They need it. Like those <laughs> places gotta survive. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and it'd be a shame if they if they struggled because of not being able to get people in. Wouldn't yeah. it? I mean, these, yeah. these are the places that have made made the names and living off tourism and and people being there and just being around each other. Really. <laughs> yeah. um, so how, how how do you think the podcast podcast going the way you want it to? What do you want to try to keep doing with it? It's doing well. I'd like more listeners always. Uh, but yeah, I think I think we've had such a I've had like I've had such a good array of guests of of different conversations, different experiences that um, there's so much there for people to go and listen to. I mean, if you just want to listen to two guys just chopping it, you know, chopping it up on a Saturday night, then you can go and have, go listen to this. Or you know, if you if you've really experienced some struggling difficult times 
there are dim episodes as well of people telling me about that. So um, I wanted to try and balance it out with a bit of everything because I, I think being a dad and fatherhood is just a mix of everything. There's no, so there's no set, you know, it's not all sunshine and it's not all doom and gloom, but um, we, we, we have a bit of a balance and I think that's just dads. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, it's, it's going well. I'm enjoying it. It's a bit of a, it's a lot of time and effort, you know, a lot of effort and time, but I think it's, you know, I, I look back to when, you know, when we were kids, our, our, our dads were raising us and, they didn't have any of these resources out there. Yeah. You know, I think that generation just didn't, didn't talk about fatherhood as much as we probably do today. And we think about it. I mean, I think about it's probably, you know, it's always forward thinking, you know, my wife lives in the now, right. It's like, Oh, I got to get this ready, this ready, this ready. Or I'm like, Hey, you know, I want to do this with him someday. I want, you know, I want them both. Uh, at the end of the day, I just don't want to raise a, a shithead of a kid, right? You just want to make sure they're a good kid. But that's what we all want to do, right? <laughs> so we're very, you know, had a, a good, healthy baby, and you know, he's becoming his own little human right now. And we just want to make sure that's a good one, and that's, you know, we, we've right now we're in the middle of, you know, he's dropping food off the table, and you know, we're having to discipline him, and that's been interesting to like learn what he responds to and putting him in yeah. timeout like we did that the first time like he's gonna have to learn and you know there's there's so many people that have so many different opinions and so many different schedules and routines and you just got to find your own i think is you know take bits and pieces of what you know other people have success with and try them out you know that's the things we try things out all the time if it works great if it doesn't you know, we take risks and we, you know, sometimes they blow up in our face. And oh, yeah. You got a screaming baby at us and we're just like, oh, this is terrible. But we learn our lesson and got to keep moving forward. And that's, that's been the fun part of the, the, the being the dad with the mom is, you know, you, you really gain, you have to game plan all the time. And, um, but, you know, there's those moments where it's just, it, we just have a fun day, right? And it's the kids were great and, you know, it was beautiful weather and we did some fun stuff as a family. Really looked forward to that, especially now it's like, you know, when we were younger, it's like work, work, work. And that's, that's what life was. But now work isn't as important, as important as it used to be because you've got, you know, a family to come home to and really enjoying that, that piece of it. Raising them up, right? That's really what we want to do is like, we want a polite child that's, you know, works hard and is kind and, you know, follows their passion is, you know, when we think about those things, it's like, we want him to do his passion, you know, not our passions. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the the challenge because it's easy to, it's like, Oh, you should try out my passion. Yeah. It's not your, it's not his passion yet. So that's a difficult one, isn't it? Cause obviously being, being older and as an adult, you know, that there are benefits to doing this, uh, but it's also because you like it as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I just, you know, I think you know, I, I always had a an old coach that was just like, hey, you know, you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. We, we want, you know, our Artie to be around good people, good families, good friends, and I think that you know, you, you pick a couple bad eggs, and that's you can really derail the development of a child. I think really quickly. So yeah, yeah, that's. That's one of the things. It's picking the right people. Sometimes you might be lucky, and you might just 
Yeah. All the times you get fall into a bad crowd or whatever, but I mean, you know, I mean, you want to just talk to them and sort of say, well, this isn't how we do things and we're going to, this is what we like and this is how we're going to do things. But when they're teenagers, you can do that. But when they're younger, it's hard to get that message across. You have to do it in different ways, don't you? And sort of... Got to get a little more creative, and that's think, that's what's. I think it's consistency as well. You you know, for yourselves, what you want for your kids, and and as long as you're consistent in in sort of telling that and, and approaching it and, and keep going over it, it might feel like forever while you're doing it, but by the time they hit teenagers, they know what is expected and what they're going to be and how they're going to. They just naturally fall into that. <clears throat> yeah, and I think you know. Lead, trying to lead by example, you know, I, when, when I played sports, it was, you know, I wasn't a, a big rah-rah guy. It was just like, go out, get the work done, put in the work. And I think I take the same approach here as like, I'm going to do the, the right things and, and, you know, I'm going to take care of myself. Right. So he sees, Hey, that's a, you know, a guy who cares about how he works out, how he eats, how he works, you know, how he interacts with people. That's how, you know, set that example visually for him than me just saying, this is who you should be. Um, so I hope, hope that's the right track anyway. <laughs> I think so. I don't, I don't know if the um, do as I say, not as I do works that much. Um, and I know I was rebellious. So my kids yeah. are going to be rebellious naturally. Um, I don't want them to be, <laughs> but it's going to happen. I think it's every phase of, you know, that every dad goes through that. And, you know, my parents, like, you know, they, they didn't really give me direction, right? They let me be my own person. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, but, you know, now I just look back as like, you guys were a great example of what, you know, hardworking, you know, supportive family looks like. And that's really you set a great example right there. You didn't have to, you know, yes, I was a, a, a shithead sometimes, but <laughs> there's, you know, you, you put me back on the right path and um, told me what, you know, what to expect or what you expected of me. And it's the best you can do, right? Yeah. We're all humans. Yeah. We're all learning. Yeah. We just keep, every day. <laughs> keep keep learning. <laughs> yeah, I think my, my son learns every day another way to push a button some days, but then there's he'll crack a smile at you and just melt you away, and you're just right back to the that's good times. So. That's the thing. I was talking to a couple of friends that are, are first time dads, and the way we were talking was like, well, sort of say, how would you describe um, fatherhood and, and being a dad and they we all just kind of came to a conclusion of it's it's the best and worst time ever it's just that you they'll make you tear your hair out one minute and they'll do something that you just smile and you just think that's amazing the next <laughs> and i've had friends say the same thing before we had kids like oh it's the greatest worst thing you'll ever do i'm like it's not a great selling point but no. you know <laughs> it really is you know like you know like I said, we waited a long time before we had kids and to see it now. And I'd be like, yeah, I would, I'm glad, thankful that we have one. If we have more, great. If not, we, we love life so much with our little, little man. So it's, and, but like I said, we're very, very fortunate to be in the, 
you know, we could have been impacted worse. You know, we could have both been laid off from work or, you know, having to, we've got a great support system. And I think that's, we've got a great routine. We've got great support system. And that's really what's been some of the keys to success for us anyway. Not to saying that we're the best. <laughs> but, you know. No, but, you know, do the best you can. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Well, thanks for coming on and uh, talking to me. Yeah, I, I'm glad. Uh, well, hopefully, give you a little uh, international flair, a little, a yeah. little United States flair to it. <laughs> it's been good to talk to you again. Yeah, we haven't really talked to him in a while, so it's been, uh, but it's been cool to follow along on the on the podcast and see what you're doing. I think it's great. You know, if I could, you know, put that plug in and just keep doing it. There's, you know, new dads every day, and guys are gonna find find you somehow so i think that's uh we're all in the same boat which is also what's pretty cool yeah one one, one of the universal things that men can share is fatherhood so yeah yeah we all experience very similar situations throughout the whole process uh yeah. we can we can vary wildly on our um choice of sports teams uh hobbies yeah. uh, etc and the list goes on but dads Dads are dads. Yeah, go right. Whether it's in the UK or in the United States, it's just, yeah. you know, it's the same thing. Yeah. And we um, all want the same thing, right? We just want good, healthy kids that are good kids. Yeah. 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 Great. All right. Well, uh, tell Steph and uh, the kids hi for me. Send my love. I will. And hopefully we can, uh, we can meet up and we'll see you soon. Yeah. Looking forward to that. So. Thanks a lot, mate. We'll see you. See you soon. A quick message about podcast merch. Talking Dad Tea, a superior blend of Indian, African and Sri Lankan teas, perfect for enjoying over a chat with mates. You can order your 40-pack of classic tea bags via email talkingdaduk at gmail.com or link in the show notes for the shop merch website. And remember, talk more and drink tea. Thank you.